0: hey guys welcome back it's me and shadow yep i don't even have to say my name i'm i am the iron it's analyst. Daichi and shadow i'm the iron analyst now yeah Yep. <laughs> i'm wow. the i'm the iron to your analyst
1: well yesterday you you ranked up right yep so i'm now officially the silver analyst
0: let's go Woo. <laughs> yep yep i'm climbing I'm a, I've, I've cut ties to normal society and oh. i've been playing more that's good yep maybe and just with playing more holy cow lcs finals
1: black quest versus golden guardians
0: yep and then there were a lot of games there were but no. there were some big announcements before those games oh yeah we mentioned it last week TSM might be potentially dropping out. They're still wishy-washy on that. Mm -hmm. But the biggest one was also during the same time, CLG has announced that they will no longer exist. They're just done. They're done. It's their time to be buried into the ground and
1: forgotten. They decided to stop bleeding money, which majority of the esports orgs
0: are bleeding money. That's because they don't know how to do content. Maybe, yeah. But the org that did pick them up, because it it will still be the same roster, Mm -hmm. NRG... Which has been in the league before, but now Energy's rebranded. They got good foundation. Mm -hmm. They actually have sources of income now. Yeah, which is the big thing.
1: Mm -hmm. They have a very strong like Valor content group. Yeah, obviously, Um, like you said, a lot of successful orgs. They focus on content. Like specifically, we look at G two, we look at Hundred Thieves, and you know a couple other orgs. You know they be stacking those views on YouTube, right? And yeah. that that does help with funding esports and whatnot. And
0: they get decent sponsorships Absolutely. When they do that. Yeah,
1: because more exposure, more sponsorships, right? Yeah.
0: So looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I would say it could possibly be a boost because a lot of people are saying that oh, it's going to cause league to die, and that's only from a boomer perspective.
1: I agree. Because uh, yeah, go ahead. The
0: two teams that well, one team that is leaving, and then one that's potentially leaving are teams that players that have been fans of those teams since the beginning of League. Mm-hmm. They're old, they refuse to like change teams or look at other teams, and so this will either force them to swap to a different team or just leave. But with more content being created by the new orgs coming in, you're going to get a lot more of the younger generation, which then will potentially lead to a lot more younger players wanting to enter it and just increase the fan base. That's why I think Valorant's climbing so well is because they're sure. targeting, like, a solid audience. They're not trying to target the 40-year-old people that have been playing League since day one.
1: Absolutely. It's it's almost like Disney movies, for example. You know, when you're at that age where you enjoy Disney movies and you become older, they're releasing the same Disney movies. But when you get older, you're sort of like, hey, like, this movie sucks. Like, it was so much better back then. But in reality, Disney has always just been targeting that same you know age group yeah right we just grew out of it i think same goes i i understand how the fans feel about the idea of league dying because not only is clg gone and tsm potentially being gone bjergsen has officially announced retirement
0: which is an end of an era right it's 10 years it's 10 years but like a lot of like professional sports players they call quits at 10 too so it's it's, un- it's respectable
1: it's respectable but like you said a lot of the old generation had ties with this player
0: yeah
1: a lot of personal ties a lot of dreams a lot of memories and now that he's gone you know they're sort of left with nothing nothing to you know yeah not, yeah they, <laughs> Just have, nothing. they, have, no, they have no beacon <laughs> no no beacon yeah but no beacon to light the risk. there
0: was a lot of nods to him in finals in raleigh north carolina yeah Right off the bat, both FlyQuest and Golden Guardians would always hover Erickson's favorite champion, mm-hmm. Time so, Man himself.
1: I think that was a trivia. I really respected it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And they did it all five games. Which, speaking of which, five games. What a banger. Did you expect that? Did you expect five games? No. I was expecting it to either be Golden Guardians 3-1-ing, mm-hmm. just because of FlyQuest's kind of fall from grace. Yeah. Or FlyQuest 3-0-ing. Golden Guardians showing that they're still the second best.
1: Yeah, that's what I want to add on to I I wasn't agreeing with the first part with Golden Guardians doing a three-one, but I was for sure that FlyQuest was going to do like a clean sweep.
0: Yeah, My only game, I only gave I did that because I knew Golden Guardians couldn't do a fle- clean sweep. They still have too many hiccups. But understandable. Sometimes when a team is just on a massive losing streak, it's hard to recover mentally. True. And so that's why I was just, that's why it was fifty fifty. I had no side truly winning.
1: That's understandable, and I definitely agree. Golden Guardians. They sort of they didn't come with a momentum for sure. You know, they were just yeah. seed six, right? And suddenly, you know, they're right at the spot of potentially locking an MSI, right? Which well, I
0: forgot which even farther back. Right when. Like this main season started, they were like bottom three, mm-hmm. which is saying something. Like, I think it was <laughs> them. It was tough. Yeah, I think it was Golden Guardians, Immortals, and TSM were the bottom three.
1: TSM was CSM was at the top at the beginning. Really? Because he went two zero.
0: No, no, I'm saying like before, like the season started.
1: Oh, like
0: everyone was doing like their pre-ranks.
1: I say so. Yeah, they kind. I think they went zero four zero three until they went to their seven win streak. But yeah, I agree. They were, they had a very bad first impression. That's that's one thing I would like yeah. to say. So a lot of people right off the bat were just like, oh, you know, as expected, they're Golden Guardians. They're not, you know, they're not a top contender, but look at them, you know.
0: Yeah, they made it. <laughs> they It's, it's the farthest Golden Guardians have ever made in history, and mm-hmm. in, in their history, not in everyone's history, but just theirs. Mm-hmm. And they did a great job. Yeah. Like, they had five first bloods. They had five first bloods
1: in so the flight quest. And... Also speak on momentum, FlyQuest, they like they're coming back against Golden Guardians after like a three loss streak against Clown 9, right? So this is also a bit harsh on them. Like obviously they want that they want that revenge. They want to go against them one more time to prove themselves, but you know.
0: It's hard to do sometimes. Sometimes you can't pull off. I agree. There was a couple there was a couple good moments where I thought one side would win or the other, and it was a coin toss, really. Mm-hmm. It felt all five rounds were very much coin tossy, even when it seemed one sided. Mm-hmm. I felt like at any moment it could be flipped. I mean, it was just, it was very noticeable with a lot of Golden Guardians' playstyle. Yeah, they're like, they're very much. I would say Golden Guardians. They have the early game down. They do for sure. First fifteen minutes <clears throat> locked down. Everything after that, they kind of. Don't really know what
1: to do. No, like. I think you're absolutely right. Um, first game, FlyQuest the Golden Guardians. They Obviously, they have that good early game, but they just weren't able to grasp it very well. So, you know, they got destroyed. Vickla, I think he went like 11-2 on Jace, which is crazy. But second game, and all the other games with Golden Guardians beat FlyQuest, it was a stomp. Like Except, I think, one of the games where they got just an insane team fight while they were behind, and they were able to turn that around. The other two games where they won... Insane sweeps and it's like what you're saying before. Just the mid, the mid jungle duo is so good in the early game, you know. And also, but like we gotta, we gotta give props to Huhi here, you know, <laughs> pulling out the Jarvan, you know, putting us. <laughs>
0: Not just that, AP
1: Jarvan. <laughs> AP, yeah. you, you remember the build what was a build. It was oh, it was crown. Shatter, yeah, yeah, crown. Shadow crown. Um, Zonia's. <laughs> and obviously had the mage support item as well. Yeah.
0: And I, looking at it, was just like, I want to try it, but I know low elo would look at me and say that I'm inting.
1: No, run it down thinking that you're already running it down. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't want to risk it.
0: Maybe, maybe just try that in norms. but Yeah. Absolutely. Norms with a five stack.
1: <laughs> uh, now
0: I just have to find five friends.
1: <laughs> go outside. Go outside. <laughs>
0: See, I gave up outside <laughs> to climb. It's kind of controversial to go back Climbing around. the virtual mountains, huh? Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah.
0: But, all in all, Bone Gardens, they pulled it up. They, they, they scraped through. I was really excited for them.
1: Mm-hmm. It was insane. Um, I honestly think that throughout that series, FlyQuest definitely could have won. That one game where Licorice played Malphite, they were behind. They just managed to get a perfect team fight, and by the way, both teams, none of them had 10-digit. None of them had 2-digit kills. Yeah. It was like 6-8 or whatever. Malphite gets a perfect knock-up. Wombo combos into Rakan W, and they just all die. And guess what? They ignore Dragon, which I don't even know if it was sole point. They just race it down mid. And because the early game was already pretty good, you know, they got the turrets and everything like that. It just... It was it was a shock for sure, because we, we all think that Flycast is going to win. They got that first win at the beginning and usually if you win the first game and it's a five game series and if you swap back and forth usually FlyQuest wins right usually the person that wins the first game wins and that swap was happening that flip flop between FlyQuest Golden Guardians and it should have been FlyQuest again but Golden Guardians they just had a miracle to team fight
0: that they did and also I, I was excited right off the bat Because FlyQuest swapped Ayla Ayla out, which from last week we both talked about, where at least in my opinion, was one of the problems. Vikla being the other one.
1: Yeah. uh, (laughs) And in this series, uh, we did see Vikla make some mistakes as well.
0: Yeah. But I I still think, even though that they did lose, I don't think it was Winsome's fault. I think he did an amazing job. Mm -hmm. For the limited time that he was able to do, he did a phenomenal job.
1: I think he did a good job too. I didn't really notice him being the problem. There's also that thing about Vikla. He always gets caught out. You know, I don't know if there's communication issues. We never thought it would be communication issues because when the season started and Flyquest just came out just slamming, I mean, the team looked great. Their composition
0: was perfect. But now we're... Could it possibly be overconfidence? Just it, it could be overconfidence. Because sometimes you get that in people where they think they're just better mm-hmm. and they won't try to Fix their fuck-ups.
1: Another thing I'm worried about is it might not be Vikla, but it just might be the fact that FlyQuest has conformed to such a cookie cutter team.
0: Yeah.
1: We look at we look at impact and you will you will not believe like we he played Scion first game, Sion second game, orn third
0: game, Ooh. Cassante fourth game, ah, there it is. and Scion fifth game. That's good. I forgot about the Orn game. I was about to say he only played, what, Sion and Cosante. Yeah. That's all he did during uh-huh. the main season. And the Orang game they won
1: because they outscaled with the Jinx. So it, was, it was great. Yeah. But look how unflexible he is. We know he's good at tanks, but at the end of the day, Golden Guardians, they finally took that fifth game just counterpicking him. He's like, oh, Impact. Let, let me let me guess. I wonder who Impact's going to play. Hmm, a tank. And guess what? He just gets the counterpick. Yeah. You know? And he gets Fiora instantly demolishes and it's not because licorice is just skilled but they kind of just they've been showing their script to golden guardian's face that whole series and eventually at game five they're like okay maybe we'll actually read it maybe we'll actually like cheat off the cheat code that you're giving me you know what i mean
0: and they probably had one of the golden guardians probably had one of the best glow up moments in licorice actually doing stuff
1: Yeah, usually we see him on Renekton just being that, like, huge weak side, often dying, getting caught out, but, you know...
0: Yeah, he did so well, they gave him player MVP of the day. Yeah. Which they <laughs> probably regretted in finals, which was today, uh-huh. against Cloud9. I predicted Golden Guardians 3-2. I figured it was going to be another uphill battle, but they would make it. Mm-hmm. You had Cloud9... At what
1: I call a winning three one, so luckily my prediction was correct. Surprisingly, so like, way wrong. It's <laughs> the first time my prediction was correct. Let's go
0: right off the bat in both game one and game two. Golden Guardians had a massive early lead. They didn't, and game one just like they did against FlyQuest, they dropped the ball. Yeah, they man. were like one in eight or one in seven, and then they just do a dumb play. Bot side and just start snowballing and into train. I mean, we already we've seen this in the Fly
1: coast of Golden Guardians game too, where Golden Guardians they had like a thirty kill lead, but it took them forever, almost thirty to forty minutes in the game. And we saw the same thing here. They have a great early game, which is super good, especially during this meta, right? So if it were cloud Nine to get that early game lead, it should have been a free win for them, but. Golden Guardian, they they dropped the ball. It's like they have a bunch of like money that they like stole from the bank, right? And they're like, "Oh, what do we do now?" They're just sort of just like outside of the bank, holding all that cash and waiting for the like the cops to come for them. You know? Yeah. That's that's kind of like the vibe I was getting.
0: It very much was that, and even in game three and four, you could see Golden Guardians trying to accomplish the same results, mm-hmm. but just not doing. Game three was devastating. Uh, you now discover why You need at least one tank Even solo queues Know this standard If you do not have one tank GG next game <laughs> And you know why you need at least a tank Or at least a common like Big bruiser Why? Because if you don't Everyone will die It takes Absolutely. one solid assassin To destroy your whole team comp mm-hmm. And that is what Cloud9 did
1: Yeah uh, we got a... Uh, Blabber's
0: LeBlanc, or if not LeBlanc, Elise, did not get banned <laughs> in Game 3. And Blabber's just like, I bet. The enemy team picked he all Squishies. They first picked Elise. Yeah. Knowing this, Golden <laughs> Guardians decided, you know what? We can also pick Squishies and win. <laughs> against a champion whose whole purpose in life is to try to one-shot you.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And, and the end... Ken?
0: <laughs> about it, oh, gonna, I'm getting there. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But in the end, it <laughs> failed. Just as well as Licorice failing at this whole finals. Ford, it's so funny because
1: you're just complimenting him. Oh, I like,
0: <laughs> He had the biggest glow up. He was Icarus. He flew too close to the sun just to drop down like a bag of bricks. Oh, my God. The man went from hero to zero, the reverse of Hercules. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, you know, um, I definitely agree. He was flying. He was he was getting close to the clouds. But you know you know what happens when you get close to the clouds. Your wings melt.
0: Berserker slaps you down while Fudge just waves at you going, ha, Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> and Sven going, No cap, easy. <laughs> Blabber just goes, Hey, where's the crabber? <laughs> and Vanessa doesn't know a whole lot of English, but just waves with a cape. I really want to win words. No, he the Kennen picks were so bad, mm-hmm. and just every time he was, it was not a good, he was indecisive, refused to go in. I'm gonna be biased. Licorice should never play. If I see him, oh my god! Pick, if I see him pick Kennen in MSI, I will already automatically assume the other team wins. <laughs> yeah, and even
1: even against FlyQuest too, yeah. they played one uh, Kennen game. I think first game, they not win.
0: Yep. I also have the same We both have the same thought with Sejuani Yeah First two games we saw her Surprise, surprise Each team that had her They lost Yeah, the only game that Clown I lost They had Sejuani in their team Shocker What a surprise
1: We just talked about You know, we're iron analysts, by the way And even we can predict what's going to happen
0: Yeah Sometimes Solo queue meta matters Sometimes
1: It's all The answers are all we're on the really, screen
0: We're really dumb we don't know how to pros play too much, but we can at least tell when something's good or something's bad. Yeah, even babies know how to tell patterns, okay? Yeah. Just how it is. The Zeri picks Golden Guardians. A little rough. <laughs> they should have stopped that. I wanted to see more Tristana, Zeri. They won one game with Zaya. Zaya, I wanted to, not Zeri, I wanted to see more Zaya. They lost all three
1: games with the with um,
0: just Any, You could have gotten Varus. I would have been happy with that. Caitlyn, I'd have been happy with that. I think he only
1: knows how to play Zeri or Caitlyn. No,
0: Caitlyn got banned. Played, he's played Tristana before. He won with Tristana before.
1: <sighs>
0: Against, like, evil geniuses. It was a thing. It happened. It was great.
1: It's weird because we thought he was flexible, remember? Like, when he when Golden Guardians won that 7-win streak, they played, like, he Sticks, They played a different ADC almost every game. Caitlyn, Varus. You know? So, guys,
0: watching the games, I did have one little, like, kind of like a shower thought almost. Okay. Noticing their drafts, Golden Guardians drafts were completely different almost, kind of. 75% different Mm -hmm. from when they beat ByQuest, 100 Thieves, Evil Geniuses. I wonder if it was just because of the pressure and how nervous the coaches were. Because in the end, it's the coach's decision on what they pick. True. We can blame the player's skill, but we can't yeah. blame the player's champion. We, we blame drafts on coaches, and when you go 1-6-4, and four, like, licorice on Kennen or something <laughs> like that, it was really bad. Then we blame the player.
1: You reminded me of, like, Ayla um, when, he was, when Ayla was going against Cloud9, where you would just, like, stay back, and then just, like, oh, we're fighting, and then he just goes in.
0: Yeah only good thing that came out of Cloud9 beating Golden Guardians is that Sven got humbled. And that was that he, was weird. He obviously. played he played Thresh first half first like twenty minutes. The man didn't know how the champion worked. Like
1: <laughs> he got first blooded, I believe too. Yeah, yeah. he did instantly. He missed uh, play. and then
0: after second, like the next twenty minutes, or like after that twenty minute marker, yeah, he would flip a coin, and it was hey, I did a good play with Thresh, or what was that hook? <laughs> It was funny because every hook that he did land was uh, not in a team fight. Or the ones that were in a team fight, it was point blank. Real hard to miss when they're just up giving you a good old hug and you just reach down and give them a little tickle. Oh
1: god. Wait, reach down? Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But in secondly, when Golden Guardians played them in regular season, I believe they beat them once. Yeah. And when that happened... Sven went on record and said that it was a fluke and that they're a fraud team and they'll never make it.
1: Mm-hmm. Content king. That's what, ja- uh, that's what Dash called him.
0: Yeah. Very controversial thing to say out loud. And they proved him wrong in a sense. Like, not only did they beat other great teams, they made it to finals. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter how bad people think you are, to beat other people, to be number two, In all of LCS, at that point, you're no longer a fraud. And he recognized that. And during the speech, he did apologize, which I think is the first time I've ever heard him say he got humbled before.
1: It also just looked weird because I just see him as like a cocky, like bastard kind of like, you know, persona that he like shows on screen. But then when he just like this, like, huge, like, tall ass guy, just like kind of like slouching and just. Being like, becomes humble. You're just yeah, like, just, whoa! What is this? Like, what,
0: what is this? Like, this is not what I know. As a man who has strong mm-hmm. opinions on Sven, I approve of what he did.
1: Respectable, respectable. Yep. He still
0: needs to spend more time on engaged supports.
1: And who? I mean, who he? What did you think of
0: who he? This like, did he? How, did he play well? Who he did the best that he could. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would have preferred other champions besides just Lulu. Yeah. Like he did a really good job on the Rakan.
1: He was definitely forced into the Lulu position just because they were so obsessed with Pig and Sari.
0: Yeah. And so I will not blame he. I still think he is a an amazing support. Probably mm-hmm. in my opinion.
1: Top three for sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I'd say a top three support. I, in LCS. Would,
0: I would have Vulcan, Winsome, and Cookie in my top three. I think that I think that's personal, valid. Personal, that's valid. They're all very well rounded. There's not a single champion that like they struggle on necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like Sven's gotten two back to back champions, but they've clearly been on a certain off group. And in my opinion, just because you win something doesn't mean you're the best. That mm-hmm. just means your team is the best for sure. And he just hasn't made the cut yet.
1: Yeah, he mean, he hasn't really shown off. But at the same time, like you said, he that series he was like there for the ride.
0: And he's you know, very noticeable with Berserker <laughs> <popping
1: out. laughs> It's definitely noticeable, but at the same time, you know, it's fine. You know, because sometimes on ADC is some Dizzy's a chill support. Now, mm-hmm. you know, just be there for him when they're scaling and one shotting everyone.
0: Yep. And we got to see one of our two favorite champions that Berserker gotta play, is Athelios. Love to see it. <sighs> very is clean. Okay. The man was destroying. Absolutely. The biggest probably most exciting for me was Fudge on Olaf.
1: It was amazing. I think the the last time I saw Olaf just like turn it up was when Broken Blade on G two were just like <laughs> tower like running into their base, and I just got the same vibes, you know. Yeah. But he played so confidently, even against Malphite, where he was he had half health lower than the Malphite, he would just keep you know hitting him because he knows his limits, you know. You you see him. People can say that Olaf is his dumb champion, but when I see Fudge dominating on Olaf, I'm like. Hey, this guy knows his champion's limits, and that's that's impressive, you know. Yeah,
0: and because since he's also played uh, one split as a mid laner, very first game they flexed to mid to go because <laughs> Olaf into the Gassante. Yeah, yeah, which I feel like was a great pick. I think that was good. Like M S struggled top; mm-hmm. so he's not used to the whole. It's a different world. Down there. <clears throat> no, absolutely, and Oriana top.
1: It's like playing Teemo without any, without being as skinny I
0: don't know yeah. <laughs> like, though it did cause Licorice to get a really big ego which then towards late game m was just like you know solo 1v1 and just yeah. hey stop that and they smacked him <laughs> yeah that was went, funny just doing some coffee?
1: The lane? that was funny speaking of m though I think for me m was my MVP
0: me sure. it was 100%,
1: fudge. 100% he, fudge
0: he hard carried two out of their three victories yeah
1: and in the, in the loss he had he didn't even play that bad yeah right So I definitely think Fudge was the most consistent out of all those games. But I think just watching MS just makes me smile. His LeBlanc is so consistent. He he plays confidently. I
0: love it. uh, We'll talk more about MSI in an international episode. But I will say just from an LCS standpoint, I am excited for Cloud9 and MSI. Yeah, me too. Just hopefully whatever patch they play MSI... It's still enchanter heavy. (laughs) No, no, no. I mean, Sven got humbled, right? And because
1: of it, he might might change up a bit. Who knows, right? Um, Might get some lessons from who he pick up the charm and support or whatnot. We'll have to see. But I'm excited. Um, At the end, Fudge said that interview, he said he takes a lot from his losses and he tries to take it all in. Last year, when he lost in Worlds, he got destroyed by a lot of fiora players Jacks players
0: decimated yeah he got
1: decimated but you know you you told me this before like a couple months ago when he the new split started the new spring split started you know he was tearing it up on the fiora and the jacks and you were kind of mentioning you know after he got decimated like you said by all these you know asian jacks and fiora players
0: he well let's 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 be more specific korean top laners korean and chinese No, Korean. Korean, time. okay, <laughs> my bad, my bad. Let's let's announce who the big dogs are.
1: <laughs> Zeus. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're not good at But he definitely learned. And you can tell his his Jackson Fiora, his duelist top laners look completely different from the rest of the of the top laners in the LCS.
0: But and then for MSI and the podcast, once Uh, Most major regions. We'll probably do one more international podcast next week, and that'll probably be the only podcast that week. We'll probably have that one still air on its normal date on Wednesday. Going forward into MSI, we'll just have one big segment airing on Mondays for MSI where we'll go into depth on our thoughts Uh, right before MSI. We'll probably take a small like weekend break. there will probably be one week where we don't post anything just because... We don't want to just spam nonsense at you. We still want to be somewhat analytical mm-hmm. in our nonsense. So we'll probably take a small break and then once MSI starts, we'll kick her back up. Come come see our wonderful shorts that we create on YouTube.
1: <laughs> Those are funny. Yeah,
0: I've 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 learned how to edit from a person that grew up in the backwoods of the United States. I now know how to computer It's all thanks to Shadow.
1: So it is an ant, and I just killed it, and it's on my finger. I need to clean
0: it (laughs) off. (laughs) Well, can't wait to see you guys next week. And Just remember that grass grass doesn't doesn't exist. exist.